Welcome to Title Chicks. I'm Alba. And I'm Andrea. And we are the, the Title Cheekies. As a disclaimer, the information that we are providing is strictly for educational purposes only. Learn throughout our daily experience in the title insurance industry. We are not attorneys, accountants, nor financial advisors. So grab a pen and pad and let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Title Chicks. I'm your host, Alba. And I'm Andrea. Remember to hit that like button and do not forget to leave us your Instagram handle so we can give you a shout out on our next episode. So who are we shouting out today, Alba? Drum roll, please. Today's <laughs> shout out goes to our girl, Stacy with at SCR Realty. Stacy, I love you, girl. Not only do I love you, but I love the entire team at SCR Realty. Thank you so much for your support, your partnership, all of your comments. You know we love you. Yes, they are highly recommended by your title, Chickies. So what do we have for our listeners today? I have a very special episode for y'all. Terrifying title tales. Oh, Lord. (laughs) They're not too scary. <laughs> oh, these, these are the scariest. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, out of everything, t- t- I'm telling you, t- not having title insurance, it's a true crime, guys. I'm not even playing with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so the names um, of the victims have been changed in the stories, of course, to protect their identity. So I'm going to start with this house is haunted. In the state of New York, a judge made a legendary ruling as a matter of law, this house is haunted. Mm. In this case, the appellate division of the Supreme Court ruled that the buyers could possibly get awarded $650,000 due from the sellers for not disclosing that the property was haunted by poltergeist and could possibly affect the home's value. However, the court later ruled that the house being haunted did not qualify under a defect in title. If it's not in there, it's not yeah. the property. Mm-hmm. But that is a deterrent and the value could go down. Yeah. I would have bought it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is not the right Mr. Jones. You know that song, me and Mrs. Jones? Do you know that song? No. Oh, How does it go? Me and Mrs. Jones. No. Oh, well. You guys, you heard that melody? <laughs> this girl could sing. <laughs> Thank God right. one of us can sing. Now I'm going to get out with you. got to hit a bus and note. I cannot <laughs> sing. Only in the shower. Karaoke title tickets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not the right Mr. Jones. Go ahead. All right. So imagine the joy of buying your home. Mm-hmm. The closing went well. You move into your property. And a couple of months later, you hear a knock on your door and you're greeted by the real Mr. Jones. The real Mr. Jones asks you, what are you doing in my house? I was out of the country and left my son, Mr. Jones Jr., watching my home. Well, it turns out Mr. Jones Jr. fraudulently sold his father's home and kept the money from the sale. Since he had the same name as his father, all of his identification panned out. Mm. The owner's title insurance policy covered the real Mr. Jones value of his home and the real Mr. Jones was happy and the buyers were able to keep their home. The title company, however, pursued litigation for monetary resolution against the son 
for the money he received when he legally sold his father's home. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I I could see this happening. Yeah. You know, it happens. But again, title insurance, guys. You don't have that title insurance. You're going to be a very sad Mr. Jones. Mm. <clears throat> so the next one is The Walking Dead. <laughs> I like your voices for all these. I'll take that over the karaoke if you're going to keep doing it for, for the rest of the episode. I love The Walking Dead. I wish we had a camera so you could see our faces when she's reading these things because she's getting all into it. Do you like The Walking Dead? Do you watch no, Oh, watch man. Come on. I love mm-hmm. it. I've seen the episode. I've seen half the episode. And I was like, man, I'm not watching it. <laughs> Well, I'm on like the last episode. Oh, see, yeah. like the last series. All right, we, you gotta recall it. You gotta restate what. Okay. Part in. So the walking. Oh wait, the Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> in a probate sale, an older woman passed away, leaving the home to her six heirs, which were all of her sons. The sons wanted quick cash and immediately sold the home. The closing proceeds were split equally between the six heirs, excluding the seventh brother, which was a sea captain and had been declared deceased and lost at sea for over a decade. Sometime after the sale, the sea captain, who was very much alive, visited his mother's home and quickly realized she had died and that the home was sold by his brothers. He immediately sued the new homeowners for his share of the inheritance. Thankfully, the owner's title insurance policy covered his share of the inheritance, leaving the walking dead happy. Smiling walking dead. <laughs> you imagine? Yeah. After a decade, that's a long time. That is a long time. Yeah. So the next one is, this is the claims department calling. There you go. <laughs> you know that's how they sound. <laughs> yeah. What do you need, honey? (laughs) Imagine refinancing your investment retirement property and you are somewhere in the Maldives where you have been enjoying your retirement for the past four months. Yes, you have. (laughs) When all of a sudden you receive a call from an unknown number, which you finally decide to answer. When you pick up, it's your prior bank's claims department saying, Mrs. Doe, we are calling to inform you that we are moving forward with final foreclosure judgment of your home because you're more than four months behind on your mortgage. Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> you see, what happened was the title company who handled the refinance of Mrs. Doe paid off a mortgage, but not the mortgage. <laughs> the mortgage that was paid off was for unit A, and not unit B. So Mrs. Doe owed you two units right next to each other, Mm. and the wrong mortgage was paid off. Mm. Thankfully, Mrs. Doe's loan policy covered the title issue, and Ms. Doe could return to her life of retirement in the Maldives. Nice. Love it. See, guys? Now you... This is what I'm telling you. You have to have title insurance and owner's Mm. policy. You have to. Definitely check that legal. Yes. (laughs) Check those payoffs. You got to make sure. Yeah. I've actually had payoffs that they don't reference what property you're paying off. So mm-hmm. I've had to call in yeah. and confirm. I said, you know, I need something in writing that this is the correct property. Yeah. Because it can happen. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one is, hello, I'm here to take your property. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you do those. <laughs> nope. You got the rest. <laughs> All right, so imagine being able to finally purchase your dream home. But four years later, you receive a letter from ABC Mouse Car Financing's attorney explaining that they had a judgment against Mr. Mickey in the amount of 300000 and would like to can- kindly be paid or they will sell your home to satisfy the judgment. To Mr. Doe's surprise, this is the first time he's heard about this, and he doesn't even know who Mr. Mickey is or how to get a hold of him. Mm. So Mr. Doe calls the title company that handles his closing, and it turns out that Mr. Mickey was one of the owners in the chain of title, Mm. but they missed this judgment in their original title search Mm. from when Mr. Doe purchased the property. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, the owner's title insurance policy covered this title issue, and Mr. Doe was able to pay off Mr. Mickey's judgment and get the attorneys off his back. Mm. So, another one. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So, I thought we were friends. Okay. <laughs> was that good? That's good. Okay. <laughs> Is that good enough for you? It's good. Okay. I'll say something. <laughs> All right. So... Imagine buying a property from your friend. That already is a bad guy. Never like, mm-hmm. do business with, with family like or friends. It. No, mm-mm. Mm-mm. that does not mix. Mm-mm. You give them a $50,000 deposit. And in return, they tell you, I will be your bank. Just make the payments directly to me. And I will sell you my home via quick claim deed. A year later, you come to find out that you're being evicted from your home. Why? Because your so-called friend was not so much your friend, but a crooked, thieving, conniving person Mm -hmm. who was impersonating the real owner of the property, who was in prison. Unfortunately, because they took title via quick claim deed, they did not have title insurance and lost all of the down payment, as well as the additional monthly payments they were making to their so-called friend, who, of course, all of a sudden, disappeared jeez yeah and all these stories guys these are all true stories so this can happen to you oh it can happen to you <laughs> which can, is the next one happen to you and it can happen to you <laughs> which is our next one it can happen to you <laughs> nice little segue yep when minnie received a call from the bank she thought it was telemarketers but they were threatening her to take her home if she didn't make her mortgage payment. But she had lived there for over 10 years and always made her mortgage payments on time. So Minnie decided to do some research, and she discovered someone had stolen her identity and took out a second mortgage on her home. So, Mm. yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That is. So, guys, always check your credit score. Like, you know, Equifax... Is that Equifax? No, it's one of those two. I can't remember if it's Equifax or Experian. But Credit Karma. I can remember which one it was. But Credit Karma is a great tool to, you know, check all your stuff that you have in your credit. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one is still part of It Can Happen to You. So all these that I'm going to read is It Can Happen to You. In their 20s, Minnie and Mickey purchased 40 acres, 
which they acquired with the dream of someday building their retirement dream home. 40 plus years later, it was time for Minnie and Mickey to break ground and start building their retirement home. But that's when the builder called them with some not very good news. He told them that the vacant lot was sold a couple of years ago. Mm. To their disbelief, Minnie and Mickey immediately hired their team of lawyers who discovered the vacant lots were fraudulently sold without their knowledge. Wow. So, yep, that we've gone over that in, in the fraud episode. So it can happen. It happened to Minnie and Mickey. Mm-hmm. Donald Duck, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring them all in. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> That's frozen. It happened to her too. <laughs> it did. They was trying to take her house. <laughs> You're right. She froze them. She was. They was trying to. The guy was trying to take. take She's the like kingdom. freeze. She literally said freeze. <laughs> yep. No, Anna. <laughs> All right, guys. We're crazy. It's Friday. Yeah. We always get crazy on Fridays. Mm. All right, so the next one is Mr. and Mrs. Doe were super excited. They had purchased a property in auction for $50,000, and it was a steal. The property in the areas were selling for double that amount. So they remodeled the property, immediately put it up for sale. Shortly after receiving an offer, they received a call from the title agent who informed them that there was an open mortgage in the property for $200,000 that belonged to the prior seller. Mm. Oh, Lord, this happens so much. <clears throat> I had actually a case where she bought the property in auction from the HOA. Mm. Well, yeah, there was a million-dollar property. So I know, like, these auctions, like, you got to buy them quick. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. always good to do a search. Yeah. All right, so the next one is Mickey's mother deeded the property to him back when she was alive over 20 years ago. Mickey is now ready to sell the property, but the title agent said, Mickey, I am so sorry you cannot sell the property because the deed that was recorded um, when your mother was alive is defective. Mm. They forgot to notarize the deed for your mom. So Mickey now has to do probate and convince his three siblings to sign the deed over to him. Unfortunately, one of his siblings refuses to sign over the deed to him, and Mickey is not able to sell the home until they all come to an agreement. Wow. So, yep, guys, these are, again, are all true stories, and it can happen to anybody. So this is a fun way of us to try to explain to you why it's so important to buy title insurance. Yes. You know, I, people do not understand it, but these little stories can give you an idea of the terrifying things that can happen if you do not. It's just for protection, mm-hmm. for the just-in-case. Exactly, for the just-in-case. Mm-hmm. So I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode. And if you want to hear more like this, let us know. And, and remember, remember, if you have any additional questions, or if you're looking for a friendly and knowledgeable closing agent for your next purchase or sale, we would love to hear from you. Leave us a comment below. Email us at titlechicksfl at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at titlechicks. Until next time, bye. bye.